one and all one and all welcome back to another iteration another episode of up for debate the show where three generations of family which is now down to two today go head to head on a variety of topics and uh you know now you we have go. one you have one gen zier one gen zier that's me that's me and then we got one gen xer formerly known as the bbb baby boomer from brooklyn but we've since uh got rid of that name for you since uh read a book <laughs> since, since read a book. informed ourselves thusly and that Welcome millennial back. that's on cp time no matter what the debate no matter what the conversation you can bet your by golly we're going to debate so welcome welcome what's up debaters what it's do? black what history month honestly let, let's petition to moratorium let's, let's put a moratorium for black history month honestly i feel like we should be pushing the rhetoric that every month should be black history month yeah because the other side gets the other 11 months yeah seems a little disproportionate especially now that they're trying to stop it in so many areas and to be tr to be to be honest with you the only real acknowledgement not even acknowledgement but real involvement in black history month that i've seen has been on the uh, apple app store where they have their own section for black stories really yeah i really haven't seen anything on social media regarding you know historical facts or it might you know, be your did you know that might be this your algorithms person, you know why have you been seeing oh yeah no? all over my feed yeah i just get puppies and uh <laughs> it's your algorithms and rap stuff it's definitely your it definitely those algorithms which uh, australian dog trainers yeah <laughs> i'm always getting black history stuff yeah. in my feed so that shows what you're looking at sure does <laughs> yeah I'm gonna turn the volume up <laughs> so yeah but um so speaking of black history one thing that is definitely a part of our history is hip hop yeah ma'am do you know how hip hop started? I do. I do. Do you want to give a brief overview? Ah, man. Okay. Uh, South Bronx. Uh, circa, I'm going to go late 70s, early 80s. Am I close? If hip hop just turned 50. Math, right? Okay. So then <laughs> it's early 70s. Yay, nay, all right. Yes. Now, what happened was they had DJs, right, that were doing conventional things with records, just, you know, playing a record, mixing into the next record. But hip-hop was, was born when DJ Cool Herc had a party. Had everybody come through to the party. He was already a, a well-known DJ in the community with uh, 
his style of mixing with you know the records but he revolutionized things when during said party he would take the original song which may have been a soul record or a jazz record whatever and take a small fraction of the song and turn it into breakbeats and then over time people got hip and started you know having their own methodology of doing that and then as it evolved you had mcs come along and start you know rapping what we know today as rapping over these breakbeats and uh as time progressed it just evolved and kept evolving and kept evolving and kept evolving to what we know now as rap or rap is a subgenre of hip-hop but just you know that's that's the long story short had groups like Africa Bambata and Zulu Bronx, Nation. Bronx, Bronx, Bronx. You know, South South Bronx was really the the South Bronx rappers delight Bronx, Bronx, Bronx. was Bronx. also very instrumental. But uh, DJ Cool Bronx, 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 has Bronx. Jamaican ancestry. Yeah. So the Jamaican culture and the Hispanic culture was very instrumental in meshing the two to form the hip hop culture because you had the DJ, the rapper mm-hmm. over the break beat, and then you had the break dancer. Right. So that it was, was element. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was those three elements that made what you call hip hop. And you didn't, you weren't a rapper unless you had a DJ. Like Eric B and Rakim. Um, EPMD, DJ Scratch, same with Big Daddy Kane, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. C. For sure. So you call yourself a rapper now, but you don't have a DJ. It's just like, drop, 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 drop. but that's besides the point. That's just a little, little black history moment on hip hop. One of America's biggest exports. One of America's biggest exports. And one of, of America's the most lucrative for sure so lucrative that every other race gets in on it and every other continent every other continent has benefited somehow some way from hip-hop from the culture of hip-hop it's a multi 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 billion dollar industry from the clothes to the music to the dance, to, to the culture, it's 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 that a phenomenon. We have very little ownership of, but that's another conversation for another time. Mm-hmm. The style, the it, even it, everything. Hip hop sets the trends for for a lot of things. To be honest, for a lot of things. But yeah. people just don't like to. By people, I mean everybody else except black people don't like to <laughs> openly, verbally admit to the level of influence that hip hop has on culture, its entirety. Whether it be fashion, social commentary, it's, it's a lot. Art, it's, it's art, a lot. definitely. Even when it comes to social change and social injustice, hip hop does lead a lot of. Yeah. The rally cries. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have you see a lot of um the artists 
and or the the heads of the movements even my son my son is very mm. big within the socio-political movements within the culture but he's nice with his bars right you know what i'm saying killer mike killer mike definitely what's what's the name of the group uh run the jewels run the jewels yeah you know he's always on the front line you know ti krs one krs he just opened up a museum with um chuck schumer mm-hmm. even um nick cannon even jay-z now he yeah. does a lot of back work that he doesn't publicize but he does a lot of groundwork with bail reform that he doesn't promote like he said and 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 god did he got smoke for these politicians he got lawyers as shooters Go god did god did i told you i listened to his verse like at least, or repeat at least 70 times because you thought it was that good or you were just trying to catch everything that he was saying only because when we had our conversation like having sometimes having family conversations like we did at the house and then with the illuminati the illuminati convos sometimes it gets a little repetitive and like i be feeling like beyonce we're like y'all hate us corny with that illuminati mess you know what i'm saying so yeah, i mean I, I i i think that illuminati not in a traditional perception of it i don't think that that exists in terms of people underground with hoods and candlesticks walking in single file lines i don't don't think that exists but i do think that there's a power structure that we're not completely aware of that exists within every industry to be honest well yeah yeah Yeah. i mean you they have the bilderberg uh uh, conference every year what the bilderberg Will you stuff bears? No, Oprah goes to it. I know she goes to it. I don't know. I don't know if is, um, is it is his name Bilderberg or is it Build a Bird? No, it's Bilderberg. They have an annual off the record conference, and it was established in 1954 to force dialogue between Europe and North America. The group's agenda was originally to prevent another world war. They have this meeting every year, and it includes political leaders, experts, captains of industry, finance, and academia. What? Yes. So you know how Bill Gates be saying how they be uh, having meetings on how to to condense the world population? Only way to condense the world population? That's the Bilderberg Conference. They, they have the, they have those discussions at the Bilderberg Conference, and um, Oprah goes there, and so was um, the dude that uh, died in jail, the um, Ghislaine Maxwell, the, that not that not her, but she the the pedophile dude that supposedly killed himself in jail. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a movie about him, right? I think. I'm yeah. I'm trying to wrap my head around the the concept though. These are conferences 
with the goal in mind to come up with ideas and plans to prevent another world war. Did I get that right? Amongst other things. And Oprah need to be there? She she be going. She be going. I don't know how you I don't know how you get that invitation, but she she went one year. So a little sketching. And they list the participants. They do list the participants who go. And they call it the secret meetings. I don't know if that's con- considered Illuminati, but they they have these secret societies now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't think it's no situation where it's hooded men singing hymnals and carrying torches. I don't I don't think that's what it is. I think but it's they, more they, so they, but they do believe they do believe that the Bilderberg uh members or the Bilderberg group is a shadow world government. Like they're the I ones who that. really pull the strings. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. With the that really have the power, you know, when it comes it. to government, the people in the government ain't got no money. No. In terms of I'm saying money in terms of money to, to make things happen like they themselves they ain't got no money no have you ever watched um scandal with kerry washington before i'm not a big kerry washington guy you sound just like but who her father was or who her father represented in the in the show i really believe that that is true he was he was like the the g14 classified who actually ran stuff the president wasn't running stuff so i believe that jay-z if he did shade dame dash and back in the day shade whoever these people are saying that he sold out the hip-hop conglomerate to become Mm. a billy i believe that he did that with a specific intention to get to a place of wealth so that he can now be a mover and a shaker and be in rooms where he would not have been in if he would have done the kinfolk route that he was going to be in had he stayed in that level that he was would have been in. You understand what I'm saying? It's a, it's a slippery slope. Or is catch twenty two a better euphemism? Or is double edged sword a better euphemism? I, I I think you lose either way. I think it's a lose lose. I think it's double edged, but Shauna had made up a good point when we did the show because obviously we was talking about the Grammys and how Beyonce has such a a big year with her album, but she's as big as she is, but she'll never be as big or make as much money as a Harry Styles or a Taylor Swift because she's not white and Taylor Swift has no rhythm and is nowhere near as talented as Beyonce but she didn't break Ticketmaster her um tour didn't break Ticketmaster where Ticketmaster had to come before Congress because that was for that was for Taylor Swift yeah because they I messed up I'm, I'm a YouTube one of her concerts because I don't um she has no rhythm. She writes all her songs. She she remade she she remade September by Earth Wind and Fire. Yeah. 
Did you hear it? Nah, but I'm assuming it's a got me a Cadillac. Version. It was the most soulless, mayonnaising. Um, I was I was so angry when I heard. Do you remember? Let's remember. No, it was. Do you remember? Oh, she put the ER on it. I said, "What the?" See, I mean, they said that with Adele too when she got snubbed for that uh lemonade. Adele didn't snub Beyonce. She actually gave Beyonce her props. She paid homage and reverence to Beyonce yeah. and was just like, "This is all you, you know." I'm just a the world trying to get a nut. Nah, but okay, let me let me rephrase that. Adele personally didn't snub her, but I'm saying the Academy or whoever. Yes, Grammys. Yeah. Grammy snubbed her with Adele. Grammy snubbed her with Harry Styles. Grammy snubbed her with Taylor Swift. Hence the reason why Kanye was a jackass to uh, Barack Obama, because Kanye was just like, I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce should have won for this you album. You said Barack Obama? Yeah, Barack Obama had called uh, Kanye after he had interrupted Taylor Swift during the really? Grammys. Yeah. Did he call him a jackass or something like that? Yeah, jackass. They got him on a hot mic moment, saying he's a jackass. Yeah, that was back at, back then. Like, I, just ask Obama. Like, just making. They got him on calls, a hot mic moment. Making personal calls to Ye? Like, I don't. No, it was like in a function or whatever. And oh, oh they got I see him on what you're saying. I see moment. what you're saying. I see what you're yeah. saying. I see what you're saying. I thought you said like he called him after he got off the stage. He was just like, "Yo." Don't do that no more. Okay, I see what you're saying. No, he was just at a function or something, and somebody asked him about it, what he thought, and he was like, he's a jackass. But that's what I'm saying. Like Shauna was saying, you could be, you can sell out tours. You can, like Beyonce goes over and above with her performances, with her, with her, like her rehearsals. Like she goes above and beyond with every part that she puts into her, tours and her her records and then it comes down to the grammys and she gets snubbed every year i mean she does have like 20 of them joints yeah but she'll she'll never gets album of the year notice they'll give her for a song she never gets album of the year she's never won album of the year they won't give her that that's crazy they won't give her that i mean when has anybody that we thought should have won album of the year, won album of the year. They always give it to the the Quarkazoids. Let me look at this. I know Nas should have had like a couple of them joints. He still ain't get them. They don't give it to us. They gave it to Harry Styles. Okay. And let's I see. I, could, I can't tell you one Harry Styles song. All righty. So 2022 was Harry's House by Harry Styles. Uh, 2021 was John Batiste. He quick question. Is this what category is she in? Is she in R&B or pop or like what category? Well, uh, they don't, don't have they don't do a category. The year, yeah, they don't album. do genre. It's oh, just, it's just oh, album. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're you're right, ma. Uh, 
Yeah, don't give it to us. 2020, 2020 was Taylor Swift. 2019 was Billie Eilish. 2018 was Casey Musgraves. 2016 was Bruno Mars. Uh, that doesn't count. <laughs> 2015 was Adele. I think that was that same year. Mm-hmm. 2014 was Taylor Swift again. 2014 was a band. 2013 was Daft Punk. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense because that joint be like, this said person won. And I'd be like, I mean, <laughs> I'd be looking at that joint sometimes like, you know, I know I don't know every single song and genre out there, but I feel like I'm pretty diverse. And there's just people sometimes who win. And I'm just like, never heard of this person or anything that they've done so granted i'm just one person but how is it that these people are winning awards and it's just like all right so i'm not seeing and then you like go google like their streams or something and it's just like all right so this person won and they're in a category with another person whose monthly streams like quadruple theirs mm-hmm. it just doesn't really make sense their their online presence their social media presence everything is just quadruple they're touring everything is like because even when chris brown recently posted he was just like yo who is this person that beat me for album of the year like no but that's robert glasper robert glasper is actually no i and that's the thing i get that but i feel like that's like an us thing as great as robert glasper is super talented can sing Mm -hmm. if you just look at the numbers it's kind of just like, I don't, I can't, how exactly is this voting being done? I don't think Robert Glasper's a singer, though. I think he's a producer. Oh, okay. So that might not have been him singing on the stuff. Very, 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 very good producer. Yeah, he's, he, he's a, um, an artist. Yeah, no, he's, he's, because yeah. yeah, had, look him up on Spotify. I was just like, let me listen to some of his stuff. But then I was like, yo, let me, I saw this thing with Jay-Z or whatever. And then it was just like 31 million streams per month. And then that just clicked something to me. I'd like, yo, let me go and look at their monthly streams and see what it is. And then it's like, you see people win and it's just like, this dude is getting streamed a hundred million times a month and lost. <laughs> it's just like, that doesn't make sense. Like the numbers just ain't really adding up to me. It's the same thing with voting. It's the electoral college for music. But the at people, least the people with the electoral college, it's really... kind of just like, all right, you know, it's separate groups, you know, popular vote, whatever. But it's kind of like if you win this, you get a certain no- like if you get a certain number of votes, do you get like, you know, hey, 20 votes is 10 points or, you know, what I'm saying like 30 votes is this or this is that. Or is it just like, yo, we got. 40 people in here who are going to vote for each category, whatever the case may be. And is there a criteria like, you know, you can't get in trouble for this year or something like it just, I don't know what it is. It just seems very weird. Clearly there's a a difference of opinion when it comes to who should win and who shouldn't. But I, I, I stick to my story when it comes to we not winning for, for our money yeah because clearly and and i 
maybe I'm biased when it comes to, but I know we put heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears. Not saying that everybody else doesn't, but you can't tell me that the body of work that we put forth does not embody the richness of the soil of Wakanda and America wrapped up in a bow. You can't tell me that. I'm just saying. And we're not and we're not appropriating anybody to do it. Now, I will say this. There's I don't even you know what to call them, but that group that won, I think it was the reggae album of the year last year, So Sojo or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Now I do like Overspice. I got no, but here's the thing. There's okay. I felt two ways about this. Number one, the album that won, I like like one song off the album, and then you know they, it's kind of like a combination of like. It's weird. I'm not sure if they're like one group or like the combination of people from a couple of different groups in this group because they're always like working with people. So it's like whatever. But in their speech, the one thing I did appreciate, but I also didn't know how to feel about it was they were like, yo, shout out to all like the reggae people and this person and that person and, you know, the people who we learn from here and this and that. But when you listen to the music, it's like it's inspired by reggae music. But I don't know if this actually is reggae music. Mm -hmm. It's like reggae fusion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can hear, you know, the undertones of reggae music, but that's Mm -hmm. no different from, you know, sampling a song. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can turn a ballad, you know, into an up-tempo club song or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I don't know. I feel like- It's like like a a reggae knockoff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's just when I listen to it, I'm just like, you know what it reminds me of? When you're on a cruise ship and it's like a bunch of white dudes playing the songs and it's Mm -hmm. just like... Yeah, (laughs) a cover band. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, this don't really... Hands up. (laughs) Down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... I don't know. I don't know if I'd give you a Grammy for, for this. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate, you know your reverence or recognition of, you know, where it actually came from, but I don't know. But I don't know if you should be getting the award for... You know what I'm saying? Like, you're winning, like, the, you're at the pinnacle of, you know, the height of what people do for this. Like, I'd like, do you, like... I don't know if you should be winning the award for it when you're a cover, when you're a cover band. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you really going to take the bag that you bought from homie on the street corner and, like, walk in a fashion show with that? Yeah. But... For Beyonce, I will say this: that Cuff It uh, remix, and she act. And the thing that's actually dope, um, I guess I was about to say like, yeah. So when she released the single, and I was gonna break it down like how you used to get singles, and people who don't know, for you youth out there, Chris, I'm sure you know, you used to be able to go to a store and purchase the single if you didn't want to get the whole album, and it would come, you know, five, six, seven songs, maybe a whole bunch of different versions of the song. So she released that on Spotify, on Spotify, and she's got like the remix and she's got the acapella version and then the instrumental. Niggas used to do that back in the day. You could just get the beat. Mm-hmm. But the acapella joint was so dope. And why it was so dope is like, I used to, I'm gonna talk about R. Kelly for a second. So 
you know, he used to make these videos back in the day of how he records music. And when you listen to it, it was like when I was listening to her thing, it just reminded me of that because it's like it just made so much sense. And he had said something to Kama Show one time when he was talking about like, you know, what I'm saying you got to be the rhythm, you know, what I'm saying your voice is the rhythm, and this and that, and all this other stuff. Because she was having a hard time catching the beat, so he was just like, "How many times have we watched that YouTube clip?" No, but that's the last one where he actually broke it down. But all the old ones, they took. I was trying to find all the old joints he had. They, they took them down. All them joints down. What was that? I, the Echo joint. Yeah, so he had so that was the last one he had, but he had like a run of them drinks where he used to release them like weekly. And then the last one he had was the K Michelle one when he did the remix with her. And he was like explaining this joint to her, or whatever. But like when he used to break them drinks down on how he records, like he had one for his um for his uh I think it was the genius single, and then he had some old joints that he was doing with um Wayne something, I can't remember for like those like step in the name of love type songs, but he used to do them joints all the time and break down like essentially how you record a song so listening to the acapella version of it was mad dope i've obviously never been in the studio to record a song and since then i don't even know if i've like listened to the acapella version of a song like that so hearing that and all this other stuff it just made so much sense like i was like yo this is how the nigga was bringing stuff down so shout out to beyonce for that and shout out to beyonce for using that twisted track that people used to make fun of me for liking back in the day that was so dope Shout out to her. So, yeah. I don't really like the original version, but the remix. You don't like the original version of Cuff It? No, not really. I remember when I first heard that, the ver the first version. Uh, when I first heard the, um, the album, I was in the shower. And I was playing the whole album on Alexa in the shower. And I just let it run. And once that version came on, because you know that one comes in right before Big Energy, and I was like, ooh, oh, shoot, yes, girl, what you doing? And then I just would rock both of them back to back, and I had to make a playlist with just those two songs on it, because the, the vibe on just them two songs on it, I, was, I just had to repeat it back to back. It was just like, those two songs was just like my, that's my theme songs. And when she said, because these cameras that turned into terrorists and voting out 45, I was like, oh, 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 oh. She said, pick a side. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I mean, I won't say I'm not feeling it, but it's not really, you know, my thing. However, I did, it reminds me of that Daft Punk song, uh, I think, Get Lucky. That was Pharrell, though. Yeah. Did he? I actually, no, this, I didn't... Is, this is the dream. This the is dream. dream. Yeah, he wrote like mad songs. No, he wrote mad. No, he wrote mad songs this year or last year. Dream dream is up there. Talk about ooh, 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 ooh. Let me tell you something. I'm rocking this thing like ooh. Yo, I went back through his catalog. Dream, dream is a problem, bro. Dream? Let me dream, tell you something. Dream is a problem. He is he is on Dream one of my he's problem. on my tops as as a producer. Dream is a problem. Let me tell you something. Don't sleep on Dream. His his is that a his... bar? Don't sleep on Aha. Don't miss the conclusion of this episode of Up for Debate as we debate the top 50 greatest rappers of all time.